0: Hello, beautiful people, peace and blessings. Welcome to Broken Vessels Podcast. This is your girl, Latoya Washington. So blessed and honored to be here with you today. I just want to take a moment to just share my heart and be transparent. You know, we finished celebrating Mother's Day and my brother, who's a young black man, you know, traveling the road by himself and um, going back to Virginia, in which he lives, and I had to be honest and say I was scared, you guys. I was really scared. I I was so concerned. Didn't want to go to sleep. I prayed, and it, it was like I didn't want my brother to be driving back to his home at night. And he's a black man. Regardless of him being educated, regardless of how I know he is respectful to authority and respectful to you know, officers and emergency personnel and all this. I just know this about my brother. There still was a level of fear about him not making home. And I'm a believer. But if we can be honest, as a black woman, I was terrified for my brother. And I had to trust the lord that he would take care of my brother and guide him and protect him and so even though i tried my best to wait up as long as possible for for him to text or for him to call my mother or for him to text my other sister i in that moment i got to be honest i was afraid see the thing is Many of us aren't having these conversations as believers with people. There are a few, there are a few believers that are speaking up and saying that this injustice and, and inequality and discrimination and racism towards a, a, a group of people for countless years, even before I was born, has been going on and we've said nothing. Yes, we've marched. Yes, we've done this. Yes, we've done that, but there has been no action. We are still in an unspoken fear as black women and as black men. If I see a black man pulled over, my first response is not, oh, he just got pulled over My first response is, does he know protocol? Does he know not to reach too quickly? Does he know to keep his hands visible? Does he know? Does any other race besides black and brown people have the police protocol that they share to their children? We do. And I have to give my heart to the Lord and say, Father, this is what is happening to us as a people. I dare not lie and say that in that moment I was terrified because I still had not heard from my brother. My mother even waited up and and made sure. Of course, that's what mothers do, right? (laughs) But as a black mother, it's different because she knows she has a black son. She knows she has a black daughter. And even black women are not exempt from the oppression and the racism and the discrimination that we experience at the hands of the ones that we should be trusting. And I know I'm going to get in trouble for this podcast, but guess what? I'm being honest. I'm being transparent. But I was terrified until I heard or until I saw that text from my brother that says, I'm in bed, that says, I love you, than anything else. And so in that moment, I had to pray and say, God, please help me. Please protect my brother. Please shield him. Please just just help him to make it home. Please go the speed limit. Please make sure you use every turn. Please make sure your lights are working. Please, please make sure that he's covered. So yeah, this podcast... Is a lot different, but if we could be honest, there's many of us that feel this same way. There are a lot of officers out there, some that I know, some that I know of, that truly are for the community and for the people, but we have some that are not, and I'm a witness to it. I feel the same way with my own husband. If he goes to the store, if he I feel the same way with my own husband. And so I pray that we really take a minute. This is not to bash any police officers, anybody. This is to really take a second and say, wow. I felt the same way, too, for my son, for my daughter, for my husband. I don't want my husband walking out at night, even if it's for a jog, even if it's for exercise, even if it's just to take out the trash. There is a level of fear. And God hasn't called us to operate in a spirit of fear. But his word says, with power and of love of sound mind he has not given us the spirit of fear but I had to be honest y'all and say I was afraid until I heard my brother's voice or seen his text thankfully the Lord gave me peace and let me rest and I had to trust and believe that he would be okay but I had a moment I was afraid. So I thank you for listening for today's podcast. But I also pray that we take the time and really hear what I'm saying and hear what other mothers and other family members are saying in regards to this issue. We have no real laws in place. But our children, our sons, our daughters are indeed being murdered. And it's time for us to really, really take responsibility and accountability and say, this is what's happening in my community this needs to stop. Let's have that conversation. Let's sit down with our local officials and state and federal if possible. And say, let's have a conversation. You know, I pray that God keep us in these dark times. I pray that he shine his light upon us and give us peace. But until then, we must pray for grace and mercy for our sons and daughters. Whether Latino, whether Latina, whether, whatever brown, black, light skin, fair skin, it don't matter. Black and brown people are being killed from a split second decision that could go wrong in that split second life can flash before your eyes so again thank you for joining Broken Vessels Podcast and thank you for hearing my heart my brother made it home safely but some of my brothers and sisters did not. Regardless of the situation, there is a disparaging difference between how black and brown are treated and how others are treated. Will we will we be honest and admit that, or will we continue to be in denial? May the Lord reveal the true motive behind this disparaging truth. I thank you and be blessed. Be blessed.